0: I'm Mari Campbell-Jack, and you are listening to True Crime Fiction, feeding your addiction for the best of the written and the spoken word in crime. Hey True Crime Fiction fans, just very quickly before this week episode starts, I have started a TikTok. I have absolutely no idea what I'm doing on it. Uh, Barely anybody follows me and the only likes I get are pity likes from my 13-year-old daughter's friends. So if you're on the app, please come find me so I don't feel quite so lonely. It's at true underscore crime underscore fiction. Now, on with the episode. I found this book by Camilla Bruce about bell gunners and published by Penguin Michael Joseph on the 5th of August in the True Crime section of NetGalley. And loving a bit of Victoriana, I immediately requested it. So I was a little surprised when I finally downloaded it to my Kindle to find out that really it is fiction, or to be more accurate, a fictionalised account of real events. When it comes to real crime and real killers, I have a particular aversion to fictional narratives in the first or third person which prescribe specific thoughts and feelings to killers when we have no real idea what they were feeling and thinking. However, the further back in time we go, the less living family or victims, the more my qualms recede. However, I'm still uncomfortable ascribing this as true crime, as it is neither a forensic examination of the crimes of Bell or a first-person account by those involved with either the crime's victims or witnesses. What is essentially a technical marketing issue should not stop you enjoying what is an intriguing read. Female serial killers are so rarely put front and centre of the narrative, and their male counterparts almost always gain a much larger recognition and notoriety. Yet, when we look at the evidence over time, it is likely that women have been just, if not more, prolific in their violence. A combination of using methods which have been more difficult to detect and less showy, such as poison, combined with cultural taboos that still exist around women, caring and motherhood, which means their violence can often not be contemplated, very weirdly leads me to the conclusion this is yet another area in which women's contributions have been overlooked. And as psychologist Anna Mott says, when we deny women's violence, we deny women. It is my belief that unless we recognise women fully, including the psychopaths, the narcissists, the abusers and the killers, not just those who kill in retaliation to domestic abuse, and treat them as we treat those aberrations in maleness, i.e. in no way a signifier of the gender as a whole, then we cannot be truly feminist. Triflers need not apply as another step in recognising the contribution to women in crime, both good and the bad which crime fiction writers have been trying to address for years, but it has continued at a slower pace in the realm of true crime. The large amount of backlash Hallie Rubenhold faced for her seminal book, The Five, shows that we do have farther to go. Bruce has managed an admirable balancing in a narrative which could have tipped into being too gory, too grim, and too salacious. But her restraint, as well as her deep curiosity about Guinness, reminds us at the end of the day that a psychopath is a psychopath, no matter what body they were born into.